Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Have you ever felt a knife cut through human flesh and scrape the bone beneath? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Be my victim. Hello, my name is Austin Torres, and welcome to the Woody Die Podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite horror monsters and villains. Today, I am joined by one of my dearest friends. She is an extremely talented photographer who is killing it in the small business game. Fittingly, we also worked at a movie theater together. Please welcome my friend, Hannah Cordy. Hi, guys. Today, we are talking about the 2012 horror film, The Cabin in the Woods, and before we get into it, I'm just going to rip off the Band-Aid right away. Spoiler alert for this movie. If you haven't seen it, stop listening. Go in blind. Watch it. It's much better that way. Or, you know, don't. I don't care. You or do you. just get spoiled. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm excited to do this. So I'm fairly new into, like, actually, like, enjoying horror movies because, like, I like I'm very much so like a baby back bitch when it comes to like <laughs> horror movies and I get scared a lot. So listening to this has been very helpful. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should, I should watch this. I haven't watched this yet. So I should watch this and like using it as a list of things to like check off as I'm like watching yeah. horror movies. So yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're uh, brand new to the genre or not brand new, but you're fairly new to the genre. What sparked your interest originally? So, well, first of all, like, Kevin the Woods is like pretty much my favorite horror movie because I think it was because it was like one of the first ones I saw that I was like oh this is a little like nice twist in there that I wasn't like expecting and kind of made me go oh maybe like there's more to this or whatnot but I'm also like really into like the super cheesy horror movies like Zombievers and like the <laughs> Sharknado and like all that stuff because I just think it's goofy and I love it but also like as a kid, I, and I forgot about this until I was, as you saw, making my little notes for this. And I was like, oh yeah, you know what? Like as a kid, not necessarily a kid, more like a teenager, or, like middle school kind of thing. I have like bad movie parties for my birthday and we like rent a projector, but they were all like the black and white old, old horror movies, like Preacher from the Black Lagoon, where he's got like nails through plastic gloves and like ping pong ball eyes and like stuff <laughs> like that. So I would like do that for my birthday. And we just like get popcorn and watch all these movies. And we get um just like whatever, like from Blockbuster, you can buy like the 20 horror movies, black and white horror movies on a disc. So we'd like to do that. And then like Rocky Horror Picture Show too, I know is probably like more <laughs> so like musical wise than like horror, but that was also something that another like movie party that I was like, I must have this at my house. Everyone's going to watch it together. And I was like the only one that was like super into it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like the little bit of movie parties I do when I was like kid or like Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then like finally like getting into like more of this stuff, paranormal activity is like obviously like super huge when we were in high school. And that yeah, was the yeah. thing we that'd be the thing on Friday nights. You go see after the football game, you go to see whatever like paranormal activity movie was out that year and check that out. So I have a lot a lot of it's like attached to like good memories with like friends and like hanging out and doing things with them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The first thing I gotta say is I definitely count the Rocky Horror Picture Show as a horror movie. 
It literally has horror in the title. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> um, I don't think it's scary, but I don't think a lot of horror movies are yeah. scary because scary. I've ranted about this on the podcast mm-hmm. before, but scary is subjective. I think Rocky Horror Picture Show has enough horror elements and tropes to be in the family. A, a good rule of thumb I like to think of is would I be like be cool with it at a horror convention? And definitely. Oh. Definitely cool with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, I'm cool with Godzilla and King Kong. And those ones could be argued. Obviously, I talk about this all the time, but Jurassic Park, I love at my horror conventions. (laughs) So, um, and then like Scooby-Doo, you know. Yeah. And then I like how you bring up Paranormal Activity because that was the movie franchise while we were in high school, um, which is... For us, for everyone listening who uh, we're going to age ourselves, we were the very late 2000s, early 2010s. Yes. I think Just we were in the, the same. Year high school. Yeah, you graduated in 2012, right? Yeah, we're both yeah, 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you know how old we are. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years out. Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I only like know that and I'm very hyper aware of it because I was in charge of like doing our 10 year high school reunion. So I like knew that we graduated 10 years ago and I had to be very like in it again with like planning stuff for high school. So yeah. <laughs> well, that that sounds like real life horror. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but while we were in high school, paranormal activity was definitely the franchise because um i think we were a little young for saw like i don't know if you ever watched saw growing up i did it because i was like i can't do like i i guess i don't really know if it would be considered this but like the torture porn stuff i can't do it it like it's like really skews me out and like i've only seen little bits and pieces of saw but what i've seen I'm, <laughs> i can't i just can't do this <laughs> so like i haven't maybe one day we'll get there <laughs> Same with like it. I also haven't seen that, but I'm like terrified of clowns. Like in real life, cannot I yeah. hate them? So like that is another thing. I was like, that will work up to that one. We'll get exactly, you got to work up to it. Yeah, <laughs> I love how you say bits and pieces for Saw. I think that's very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Paranormal Activity was a big one because that it took the crown from what you call it from Saw. And then I don't know if there is a franchise that came immediately after, because I think the next big horror franchise was, you just mentioned it, It. Yeah. <laughs> Pennywise is like iconic, but Paranormal Activity, I think that one, they're, well, they're still making Paranormal Activities, but it peaked in like 2013 or 2014. Yeah. And like, so my first like, experience watching the first one, like I didn't, and this is just how like naive I am to like the whole like thing, the horror genre and all that at the time. Like I thought it was real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like someone actually just like videotaped that happening. And like, so it was like an extra like level of like just psychological <laughs> scariness for me at the time. And then it was like, I watched it totally scared. And then I was like, oh, that wasn't actually real. There's nothing to be scared about. I also just don't like, fuck with the whole like supernatural like stuff also like in real life oh thank (laughs) you yes I'm the same way (laughs) I'm definitely the same way I had a similar experience to you but but I remember going in thinking it was just a movie Mm -hmm. and then 
watching it, it presents itself like it's real. Yeah. And then I was like, is it real? And then I, you look it up on the internet and it's, no, oh, okay, it wasn't kidding. real. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're lucky. People who saw the Blair Witch Project, which we did not, I, I can't speak for you, but I didn't yeah. see that until I was a little older because Blair Witch came out when we were four, I think. I think that's yeah. 98, 99. That's another so we one I haven't five. quite gotten into yet, but it's like keeps coming up on like, I don't know, whatever streaming service it's on. I think it's on like Netflix. It keeps like coming up on like, you should watch this. And like my, so my boyfriend works from home, which that's all his stuff back there. Um, we share an office, but like, he'll be like watching stuff all the time. So I can like hear stuff happening. And then we share the Netflix account. So it's like, finish watching Blair Witch Friday, finish this. And I'm like, yeah, I should watch that. I should watch that too. So it's like, it keeps popping up. I'm like, okay, again, we'll get there. I'm, I'm working my way up to that. <laughs> that one's a good one. I, I think you'll like that one once you get to it, especially if you're a fan of the Paranormal Activity franchise. But yeah, there's a lot of really good, or maybe I'm biased, but I was about to say, there's a lot of really good horror that came out in the early 2010s. Because I'm thinking of Insidious, Oh my God. Oh, yes. The Conjuring. I mentally prepared to go see Insidious. Like we were supposed to see another <laughs> movie. It was sold out. So we went to see Insidious and I, that's another one I want to like watch again, not with my hands over my eyes. Yeah. That was also like another one that like, I think it was like the first time I'd ever like watched a movie where there was like jump scares in the middle of the day. So like <laughs> I totally let my guard down and then all of a sudden like Darth Maul out of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, uh, I have very fond memories of going to see Scream 4 in theaters, which everyone listening knows I'm a huge fan of Scream. <laughs> that was also another one that I just watched for the first time within like the last couple of years and like somehow no one had ever spoiled the ending for me. Oh, so that's like, amazing. That it, like top, definitely like top horror movies. I would love to like watch that all the time. It's so good. And like, who doesn't love Matthew Willard? Exactly. Also? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. I got to meet him at a uh, at a horror convention earlier this year, and he is the best. That's so awesome. I was really like considering, I think it was at uh, Motor City Comic Con. It was him and Freddie Prince Jr. And I was just like, I, am I about to spend like $300 on this? I didn't, but I was really you like, considering it. <laughs> <laughs> 2012 horrors, really good. Not 2012, uh, 2000, the early 2010s, yeah. which 2012 is a part of. Yes. I, uh, I'm specifically thinking of The Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Because that came out in 2012. When was the first time you seen The Cabin in the Woods? I think it was one of those things. It was like, because Blockbuster was still around. <laughs> <laughs> but like go on Friday night and I was like, oh, this one looks interesting. Like not knowing anything about it. And then just kind of like see what happens. Because it was like, you know what? I'm feeling like being a little scared today. Because that's also another thing. October, I'm like, I'm feeling spooky. So I'm going to pack in as much horror movie as possible. So I can like watch all these like new things that I haven't seen before, but also kind of that where it was like, feel, again, feel a little spooky. Let's watch a horror movie. And it happened to be like, that was the one that got picked. But yeah, again, it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, there's so many like twists and turns in this. So like, not only is it like a little bit scary, it's got like the good jump scares a couple times, but like it even got me where I was like, this is going to be just like every other horror movie that you watch. And then immediately like invested once stuff started happening. And I was like, all right, I think 
this is a good one. It's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> and I think part of the, re- re- like, something that makes it great is the fact that it's so aware of itself, kind of like Scream. Yes. We're talking about Scream earlier. The Cabin in the Woods knows the horror formula, but whereas Scream, but whereas Scream applies it to the slasher genre, the Cabin in the Woods approaches just the entire horror genre because everything's in it. Yes. I think Scream kind of looks at the relationship of the audience with the horror films. Mm-hmm. Whereas The Cabin in the Woods kind of approaches it from the filmmaker's perspective. Right, right. And like, I just love that it's like, again, you got all like the stereotypes, all of the like, what is it, the, what is the same word? I like the harbinger of... Like, exactly, yeah. And so there's that guy, and then all the like, just little like things here and there. And then the, why is there a guy in an office over here doing all of this stuff? And just all of like the little like bits of like irony that happen throughout all of it as well. That's just like, oh yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> and it's like, I just love how in the cabin in the woods where we follow this group of teens going to a cabin in the woods, there's this kind of like not Illuminati, but like a con I don't even know yeah. what you would call them, but like it's like the secret science like government like a secret government organization kind of right yeah and they um and it's their job to sacrifice these teens to whichever monster they pick as long as they uh, follow a set of rules and it's kind of like they're making a movie Hmm. and in the in in the cabin in the woods they're trying to please the giant gods of the old world or something whatever but really us right like where it's it's the audience who demand demands to be satisfied and i think that's just a a really really interesting take Mm -hmm. yeah definitely i definitely agree with that i feel like that it's just yeah exactly what you said all of that i think it's interesting how like again just pleasing all of like the the old gods are just again using this specific like horror movie formula to get the end result that you want, which is exactly how they make movies, exactly like what we're expecting when we like go in to watch this movie too. And that's not what we get that time, but it's equally as satisfying. <laughs> and I think what really drives that point home is the fact that these teens pick their monster. Yes. And the big third act twist. Like I said way earlier, all the spoilers, the big third act twist is the character, um, two, the two remaining main characters find an elevator underground where they encounter just cubes and cubes and cubes holding all the various monsters. They do some shenanigans and all of the monsters break loose in the science facility and just kill and murder and it's awesome it's it's literally the walls are covered in blood <laughs> it kind of like just made me like think of the one well the elevator like scene in the shining too yeah where it's just all the blood everywhere and i again like i probably was it on purpose probably but it just again it's kind of just like again other horror movies like referencing other like things that are pop culture or known to people that watch other horror movies. And like when when I first saw that, because when 
I saw it the year it came. I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it on. I honestly think I saw it on Netflix. When you still got the DVDs in the mail, Netflix. It was when they (laughs) first started streaming. Because I because I remember we used to get the DVDs, but I can't remember if I if I streamed it or if we rented it. I do remember I watched it by myself for the first time. And then I um, like made my mom watch it with me because I was so blown away. (laughs) I'm like, you have to watch this movie. And I've made a lot of people watch this movie because I think it's a pretty I think this one scream. I think these two in particular are really good to introducing people who aren't really into horror movies because they're really funny yes yeah but it's funny because before we started recording we were talking about how we both have the list oh yes i have the list pulled up do you want to list off the monsters or do you want me to list off the monsters so everyone knows what you can you can go for it (laughs) i can go for it yeah okay actually you know what let's make this a game Okay. I uh, <laughs> I'm coming with up with this on the fly. Okay. Neither of us are prepared, but I am going to list off each of these monsters, and I want you to, after I name the monster, I want you to rank how well you would do surviving. Oh, oh boy. Okay. This is the truest would you die. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're really going to. There's lots of those questions today. <laughs> I, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. I apologize. But That's at the okay. same time, I'm like, I think this could be fun. I think this could, could be a be. fun game. Will you also say if you think you how well you would do? Yeah. With these? Okay, cool. Well, my first my. Oh, my God. My first thought was smash or pass. But then I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, maybe not. Is smashing smashing would be surviving and passing would be dying. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we'll say if we would die or not. And okay. we we can alternate who answers first. Okay. But you're the guest, so you get to answer the first one. Right. Number one, we have the werewolf. Smashing was dying, right? you could say uh you could say i would die or i could live <laughs> i'd probably die this is gonna be a lot of these for me oh <laughs> uh, i think it'd be a lot of these for most people uh, anyone else is gonna be a liar let's be real yeah yeah so definitely i would probably die that would be a little well especially like after you see it yeah like specifically in this movie it's very scary Oh, this is like <laughs> the type of werewolf I love because they're yeah. monstrous. Like what you huge. expect of a werewolf, I feel like. Yeah, it's one. It's definitely one of my favorite werewolf designs in any movie. And I freaked out when I first saw it. One, because it was a really good jump scare and I was mm. not expecting a werewolf. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think the werewolf is one of the stars of that third act. Fun fact, uh, Sigourney Weaver who plays the director, she's kind of like, she only appears in the final 10 minutes of the film and it's this huge twist. And Sigourney Weaver's a legend, obviously the alien movies. She has scream queen status. Apparently Sigourney Weaver was so excited to act with a werewolf that she would ask like before the day, like, 
do we get do we get to shoot with the werewolf today and she wanted a picture with the werewolf so bad and that makes my heart so happy that just makes it so much better <laughs> yeah that she was one so excited to be a part of because this was a fairly small movie mm-hmm. it don't feel like that but like this wasn't like especially once you like looking at it now like the context so like chris Hemsworth and like jesse williams like yeah they're so like famous now and also another fun fact for you did you know what chris hemsworth's first movie was i wanted i thought it was this no it's star trek and he's in the first five minutes (laughs) i I know george plays i was about to say i know who he plays i remember that but i i forgot you're right you're so right i uh because i remember re-watching that movie and being like is that thor (laughs) <laughs> that was like one of those things like on the news in the morning they're like trivia question for the day and it was like around when one of the Thor movies had come out and it was like oh uh what was Chris Hemsworth's first movie and I think this movie might have Kevin in the Woods might have been an option too and I was like it has to be that and then of course it's Star Trek so I was like well now I have to watch it again because I don't I couldn't think of like who he was and then of course it's like he's in the first spot he's the first person you see <laughs> I do know they shot the cabin in the woods before they shot the cabin in the woods before Chris Hemsworth became Thor, mm-hmm. but then it released after Thor was such a hit. Yeah. <laughs> cause I think this one sat on the shelf for a little bit because especially um, cause horror movies are doing very well now, but that was mm-hmm. not always the case. Yeah. Well, let me, ref- I think horror movies always do well, but studios don't know what to do with them half the time. Right. Um, but we're getting a lot of horror now because I think studios are realizing horror movies are huge money makers. And you're getting like all of like the horror television too on like all of the streaming services. Like oh yeah. That's been another thing that I've been like watching a lot of because it's like, oh, like they're little like digestible bits. And if yeah. you need to pause, you can and come back to it. But yeah, so like there's so much horror TV that I feel like wasn't even a thing 10 <laughs> years ago. Right. So you would not survive the werewolf, you said? Oh, yeah. We got off track. I, <laughs> oh, we're going to get off track a lot. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I will also not live when meeting the werewolf, especially not that werewolf. Like that werewolf would snap me in one bite and I would thank it. Um. <laughs> But I am realizing this is a great structure for this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, would you die question number one? I, I'm not going to start that because actually, because I will lose count. But yeah, <laughs> neither of us would survive the werewolf. Up next is the alien beast. I'm trying to think of what that was. So, some of these we don't really see. Because I'm using like the actual still from the movie of like yeah. the board. So Alien Beast, I think there's a quick shot of like this kind of bug like creature hopping oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on a guy. And but I'm just going to assume that's a parallel for my favorite horror movie, Alien. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm assuming that larva stage turned into a xenomorph-like creature, yeah. which I can, with 100% certainty, say I would not survive because I'll say it every episode I do Alien. I, I cannot, su- no one can survive the xenomorph. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I would also die for that one too. I feel like especially like, what do you even do with that? 
you don't right. do anything. <laughs> you just accept your fate and move on. <laughs> exactly. Alien Beast, that one's an easy one to yes. figure out. Especially if it's in its xenomorph phase, which I'm assuming this, the Cabin in the Woods Alien Beast has a xenomorph phase. Right, right. Up next is Mutants, mutants. which mutants. that can mean anything. Yeah, so like maybe with a little like, like asterisk depending on. <laughs> yeah, because like Type. mutants can be like, like I'm X-Men. thinking of like uh, Wrong Turn or The Hills Have Eyes. And or... I was like X-Men. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be a fucking Magneto for all we know. So I wouldn't survive Magneto. No, no, me neither. So like probably not, but maybe depending on type. (laughs) I would say I think I would do a better job against I would last longer against the mutants than I would the werewolf or the alien beast. Agreed. Agreed. I think so too. Their next one on this list is Wraiths. So I guess I don't know what that is. So a wraith is kind of like a, I'm going to pull it up real quick because I just got self-conscious, but it's <laughs> kind I, I always thought a wraith is like a banshee. Oh. Um, I, maybe not exactly, but yeah, I just Googled it. It's a ghost or ghost-like image of someone, especially one seen shortly before or after their death. Okay. So that makes more sense because, you know, I was watching that and I had like the list pulled up and I was trying to like see visualize everything that was on the list and like try and find it in like that last scene and i was like there's no ghosts on the list but yes there are they're the wraiths <laughs> well that, well you're talking about like the one like thing that looks like it's from raiders of the lost ark it's kind of like wispy and yeah yeah it's like it's like a can the camera's panning right and you're seeing a bunch of mayhem and this ghosty witchy ghost thing it's like going down like, the hallway exactly yeah. and it like and the screams in front of the camera and like goes on its way uh you know exactly the shot i'm talking about yes. I, I assume that's the wraith <laughs> Yeah, so no to that also. <laughs> oh, yeah, that seems also. scary. Yeah, even if it doesn't... You can't even try and hit it. Like, you can't even fight Well, it even <laughs> if it doesn't kill me, I would die of pure shock. Mm-hmm. Because that thing's scary. Yeah, again, I don't mess with the supernatural stuff. That exactly. That's in there. That's a no for me. <laughs> so the next one is super easy. Zombies. I feel like if I could outrun them, Yes. <laughs> Well, I think in this movie, they're kind of like the slow Dawn of the, like the original Dawn of the Dead zombies. I suppose if I did try to outrun them, I could run into like the force field that stops me from getting away from them. So I feel like. But that, but that would be the force field killing you, not the zombies. That's true, not the zombies. (laughs) So. So I think, I think I could do the zombies. I think I could take the zombies. I think the only way the zombies would kill us is if we take a wrong turn or something and we get. Yeah cornered or something like that if we get cornered then (laughs) exactly exactly but i feel like that would be like that'd be the easiest thing to survive so far so up next i'm not quite sure what it is but it sounds amazing it's called (laughs) reptilius i feel like based strictly off the name no (laughs) so here here is my guess of what the reptilius is in the shot where it's a bunch of tv screens Hmm. and you see a bunch of mayhem there is a shot of a woman kind of hiding in a kitchen and then you see this big lizard dinosaur like foot 
come down into frame and then it on the same tv it changes the next shot and this woman's kind of sneaking around the kitchen not noticing this kind of dinosaur like lizard man following her (laughs) exactly i think that's the jurassic park reference because jurassic park is a horror film i will die on that hill (laughs) do you did you end up getting so totally off on a tangent also did you (laughs) ever get the like cardboard cutout from the movie theater so no i i've got i got my fair share of jurassic park goodies though i have two of the original jurassic world posters i have one of the jurassic world dominion posters yeah i know (laughs) and then i feel like you did good though because there was a couple movies that i was like i so like first when star wars came out i was literally like trying to bribe kyle with like i was like see all these points on it i don't even remember what we got points for when we worked but like see all these points i was like take them all i just want one star wars poster he's like i don't know if i can do it i was like kyle kyle look at all the points i don't want anything else just give me the star well (laughs) i was a um and we're and we're talking about our boy kyle esper right yes yes shout out kyle Uh, Kyle. we love the three wise men media on this podcast (laughs) i did a much better job bullying the managers than you did because (laughs) i got the last jedi poster (gasps) so nice and i was annoying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i didn't try after the one time kyle told me he didn't think i could do that and i was like okay <laughs> in my defense when the last jedi came out kyle had already moved on to greener pastures so i didn't i didn't have to argue with him <laughs> when did you stop working there so i um did i think the you su- went a little longer than i did i did i put in my two weeks two weeks before infinity war came out mm, okay I, I was gonna say i put mine like two weeks in before uh one of the fantastic beasts movie came out because i was mm-hmm. like i okay i don't know if we said this already but we work together at a movie theater and that's how we know each other i think you said yeah. that already but in case <laughs> <laughs> um but i was it the seventh star wars was that force awakens yeah no the yeah no. the seventh was yeah. force awakens so I'm when sorry. force awakens came out and i'm i think you were there for that hot mess i wasn't really oh you weren't lucky you because i did this (laughs) i did the summers i did the summers that's right that's right i couldn't remember if you came back during like christmas break or not no i didn't do that because i was in the marching band at state so i'd come i'd come back for (laughs) i would come back for a weekend and i'm like i'm not gonna come back yeah and like work life during star wars (laughs) yeah good for you i was like scarred for life after that <laughs> so like and again i'm like super excited for star wars to come out but there was like one night and like i knew beforehand because it had gotten mentioned like when there's big movie releases that like you could stay kind of late and all of that so i was like okay whatever that's fine but like we were there till like three in the morning one time after the midnight i think it was like after the midnight release mm-hmm. um and I think it was like one of the only times I actually did a midnight release while I worked there. But yeah. we were there till like three, four in the morning, like cleaning up after all of that. And my, my, now tell on my mom here because <laughs> as you, well, you know, you're an only child too. 
<laughs> I'm also an only child, but I didn't, when we weren't allowed to have our phones with us when we were working. So couldn't tell her that I was going to be, I still lived at home at the time. So I couldn't tell her that I was going to be late and uh, never been that late before. So she's like blowing up my phone. I have no idea. I'm not answering. My boyfriend's brother happened to like come through my line at the concession stand. So he like had eyes on me at like 10 o'clock that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I saw her there. And like, my mom was like calling my boyfriend. She's calling my dad. And was like, I don't know where Hannah is. Like she's ready to call the movie theater, which like, thankfully she didn't, but she's like ready to call everyone. She like sent my boyfriend out to look for me. I was like, cause she was like, thought I was like in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. I was like, nope, I'm just cleaning up after Star Wars. I was like, finally at 3 a.m. I was like, I'm alive. It's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, so if I don't come home at night, then we should get worried. But it might just be like late because Star Wars is out right now. <laughs> I forgot that there was a rule that we weren't allowed to have phones. Yeah. Because I ignored that. Enough real life horror of yes, working, working in a movie, movie theater because we will not get back to the no. topic on hand. <laughs> okay, um, where do we leave off? Oh, we would not survive Reptilius. Correct. Which I, which I'm just saying is the Velociraptor parallel. That Jurassic Park's great. a horror movie. Um, <laughs> up next, clowns. No. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> Very easy, and that's uh, that's. Obviously, the Pennywise, yes. the killer clowns from outer space, Art the Clown from Terrifier, which is like the new icon of horror. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of things about that. And part of me is like super in- interested. And then also like, do I want to be scarred for life? after? Work up to it. Work <laughs> yeah. up to it. That, that's my okay. recommendation. Work up to it. I really, really liked it work up to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That'll be on the end. That'll be the end li- on the end list. <laughs> so for oh, I I get it. Clowns are a hard no for obvious reasons. Yes. Up next is witches. I want to say no. Witches can be scary cuz yeah. Cuz I don't think they're the hocus pocus witches. No. I think they're more like the witch from the witch. Yeah, or like, I don't know, maybe like some Lord Voldemort stuff where he like yeah. crazy powerful, got all the henchmen ready to like Avada Kedavra, whoever crosses them. <laughs> right. So, witches be scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, they <laughs> have sexy witches. So I want to say, I feel like witches know, but sexy witches, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe no, because they'll disarm you with their sexiness first. I, I I feel like I would die, but it wouldn't be that bad. It wouldn't be as scary. And even <laughs> at if least it was, nice to look at. yeah. And like I don't know, get it? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> Just be like, thanks, guys. It's nice I, to be. Exactly. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm dead now, but it's okay because it was pretty. (laughs) Oh, you want me to die? Okay. Sure. Simping for the sexy witches. (laughs) (laughs) After that is like one of my biggest fears, demons. Same, so no. (laughs) Yeah, we already talked about how we don't do supernatural. (laughs) I'm thinking Darth Maul from Insidious. Mm. 
when I'm thinking of demons. Yes. Because I don't think there was any, um, I don't think you really see any demons in the movie, but like, there's a bunch of demon movies. I'm thinking of, like I said, I'm thinking of Darth Maul from Mm -hmm. Insidious. Yes. The next one is one of the um, more iconic ones from Cabin in the Woods, or one of the more visually stunning, I think, and it's Hell Lord. So that you're consider, I consider that that's like the Hellraiser looking. Exactly, okay. that's the Penhead yeah. um, stand-in. Okay, because again, that's one of those things where I was like, I think it's this. I want to confirm we're on the same thing. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> definitely a reference to Pinhead because yeah. he because their Hell Lord has like a he has buzz saws yes coming out of his head and then he has the thing the puzzle box exactly so um i would not survive no me neither well actually you know what i would i'll tell you why okay okay because my dumbass couldn't figure out the puzzle <laughs> there so he'd never show up in the first place exactly <laughs> exactly but um I think that Hell Lord is really cool in yeah. this movie. He's like very like visually interesting. And I think it's I like that he gets a little like time just to like stare at him for a second. Cause I feel yeah. like again, he's one of the more like visually interesting like characters that comes up. So it's nice to get like a little pause and be like, ooh. Exactly. So and he's one that you remember. Exactly. And after that is one no one will forget. The angry molesting tree. So this one, I, I'm gonna say yes with like a little asterisk. If I, if there's an axe available, which it's a cabin in the woods, so mm-hmm. most likely there would be. I think, I think this one, I could survive. I don't think one of the I would. Only <laughs> I don't think I would because it's definitely a reference to the original Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. But then you can also some other parallels would be Audrey two from Little Shop of Horrors, uh, and um, the um, the shit <laughs> the um, angry the angry tree um, in uh, Harry Potter. The oh, the walking passed- willow. <laughs> Thank you. If you need a Harry Potter reference? I'm your girl. <laughs> so, All right, willow. <laughs> Thank you. That was taking me way too long. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'd make it. So I think this, yeah, I think this is one of the only ones that I like maybe I'll give it a, a solid like I at least survive, I think, longer with this one than others. I, I give that to you. I give that to you. Up next is one of my favorite things. Yes. Giant <laughs> snake. So no for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> me too. Have. I love my monster movies. Yes. I think Giant Snake is the closest thing. Uh, I think it's representing like those old 50 movies where it's mm-hmm. like the giant gila monster and them. Yes. And then like King Kong. It's the closest thing we have to the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Right. Another Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's quite a Jurassic Park reference, but <laughs> it's just fucking cool. Yeah. And uh, Harry Potter has one of these in it the does. Basilisk. Yes. It does. I remembered the Basilisk's yeah. name. I also feel like they just like visually look similar, like the giant snake from Kevin the Woods and then the Basilisk too. <laughs> well, it's also, it's just a giant snake. Yeah, so. exactly. Whenever people ask me like my favorite Harry Potter movies, I always n- 
put Chamber of Secrets really high mm-hmm. at like two, two or three, depending on my mood. People are like, why is that one so high? And I'm always like, giant snake. Giant snake, of course. I feel like that's what it's not <laughs> like. The first couple of movies have like the best like monsters for Harry Potter. And that's why the first couple movies are my favorites because mm-hmm. I like the monsters. And then, but then they start to get a little too angsty for me and I don't care anymore. <laughs> the monsters become like the people. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, give me giant snake. <laughs> so, no, I, I would be eaten whole, like 100% same. Yeah, no surviving the giant snake, but it, it would be one of the ones I'd like sexy witches. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to go out, I want to be eaten by a giant snake. Like, it's a good story. It's a good yeah. story. Oh, Anaconda. That's like there you go. the movie. So, the next one is The Deadites. Which are which are from the Evil Dead, okay. like that is a explicit Evil Dead reference. So shame on me. I has Evil Dead's one of the movies I haven't seen yet, so I think I missed that reference. <laughs> well, as a Michigander, that is one you should place a little higher on your yes. list of watching because <laughs> I'll see Sam Raimi. Later. <laughs> yeah, because Sam Raimi, the director of that, and. Uh, Bruce Campbell, the star yes. of it. They're from Michigan. So the first, I think you'd like the first three. The reboot that came out in 2013, work up to that one. Okay. <laughs> that one, I think that one's really scary. If you're listening, mom, shout out, because I know you, that movie traumatized you. Oh, no. <laughs> calling, calling my mama out. Um <laughs> Soon the but, episode of calling moms out. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. But yeah, deadites are lethal. When you watch the yeah. Evil Dead, you will understand. So no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say I'm answering for both of us. We no. will not survive. <laughs> the next one's interesting because it's just Kevin. Right. Which is funny. So I was telling my dad I was doing this, and then he hasn't seen it uh kevin the woods but i was like listen there's a, i keep telling him to watch i was like listen there's a part in the, the that shows the board i was like there's not just kevin is listen, his name is kevin so i was like yeah. what? i was like look you're on the board dad <laughs> <laughs> what is this that's hilarious i uh i don't know what kevin's supposed to represent so in I my yes because mm-hmm. i also was kind of confused and then i re-watched the scene where they all like show up at the end because I was just like looking for like a guy to like kind of give me some reference and I don't even think he shows up and unless I missed it 8,000 times but he's not there but I was reading that they consider it kind of like a Norman Bates kind of like guy yeah that's the theory and I was like you know what that makes sense I like that that would that would work (laughs) well I was thinking about I mean obviously I haven't you don't really see like you how would you know yeah but when i just saw kevin i figured oh that's some michael myers stand-in ah okay oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but good. norman bates makes sense you could say patrick bateman mm-hmm. jason Voorhees. you know well the first couple jason movies before he becomes uh undead zombie <laughs> murder zombie um <laughs> kevin is probably gonna kill us <laughs> yeah i feel like especially if it's like a norman bates patrick bateman type of deal where they're like very normal looking and could right. like come off as like someone just like looking for help out in the middle of the woods and they 
look normal or like don't yeah. seem scary so that's when you let your guard down so I feel like definitely well I mean even if it was like a Michael Myers type thing that's definitely they're gonna die for that too so <laughs> <laughs> especially if it's Mikey especially Myers. if it's Michael Myers <laughs> I think we would last longer than we would the werewolf or yes. hell lord so I think Kevin is closer to like the zombies agreed and for you the tree <laughs> than he is like the deadites are reptilious right but yeah, i think he could have like he'll probably need to like build up a little bit for a sneak attack i feel like he'd come in hot with like normal person right it, it just depends on what kevin actually is exactly. and we don't know for sure i think the i think he when they were making this prop they just put in kevin because it's funny yeah <laughs> I think it's a joke, but at the same time, it could be a Michael Myers or a Norman Bates. Exactly. And at least the conversations like this, it kind of lets you like use your imagination, which potentially could make it more scary. Exactly. Up next is the mummy, which is pretty easy. Yeah, Um, I feel like that's with like, almost like at zombies with me. Because like, are we, is it a slow mummy? Like, (laughs) Well, mummies are slow, but they're smart. Yeah. Mummies aren't just aren't dumb like zombies um that's true but it's easy to and I, i'm thinking specifically of like the classic universal mm-hmm. monsters mummy played by boris karloff because there's no better mummy right um but the one the the uh the one in the mummy in the bread and fraser mummy that one's pretty powerful yeah that was pretty cool so yeah we wouldn't survive that no <laughs> then they have the bride which, I mean, what does that mean? Yeah. When I was watching the movie, there's like, I think the bride is supposed to be like a Carrie reference, even though Carrie's not a bride. Right. But in the movie, like in the mayhem, you can see this woman dressed in white. Um, I think she's covered in blood, kind of stalking someone. Yeah, I mean, what um, is the saying? Like, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Maybe she got right. left at the altar. So now she's mad. <laughs> Right. And it's like, but like this woman who's like, I think she's using like mind powers like Carrie did. Mm. So I think the bride is supposed to be a Carrie stand. I could be wrong about that. It could be. No, no survivor. Right. (laughs) It could be the bride of Frankenstein stand in or Tiffany, the bride of Chucky. Yeah. There's lots of options with this one, which is funny like to think about I feel like it's one of those things that you don't necessarily think horror movies, but then there's so many references in horror movies to the bride. (laughs) Exactly. But it could be like literal, just a woman getting revenge. Mm Kind of like, well, what does Kevin mean? The bride's kind of the same way. Maybe they Um, go together and they've just separated them for this. (laughs) They go together. I don't know the words. Um, The next one's pretty easy. The Scarecrow Folk. Probably not. <laughs> well, you just need a flamethrower. Oh, that's true. That's they're, true. They're weak to fire. They're grass type. That is true. I didn't consider that. You're right. That they would probably be easier to take out. But um, because they're uh, they do tear that one dude apart. They do. <laughs> and it was very violent. Um, but he also he also was able to use a grenade to kill them all. So. And himself, sad. Yeah. But R.I.P. Truman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up next is the snowman. 
So I'm thinking that's a reference to Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. I think you go along the same lines. You get the flamethrower. Yeah. Maybe. So that one's these ones are easier to survive than some yeah. of the other ones we talked about. But what's not easy to survive is the one that's up next. And that is the dragon bat. Yeah, that half dragon, half bat, (laughs) all carnage. (laughs) I think that one's also like a good jump scare. Oh, and it like like several times, I feel like it gets you. (laughs) Well, they have a really cool shot of it. Mm -hmm. It's so cool looking. For me, that's kind of like the fun creature feature, kind of like the giant snake um, or reptilius. I wouldn't survive, but I'm okay with it. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, that one's off. Yeah, no surviving here either. <laughs> <laughs> Next one's pretty easy to describe. It's vampires. Probably not. I don't think they show the vampires. I don't think they do either. I mean, they showed a lot. So. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. And I feel like no yeah. matter how many times you watch it, like it's hard to like digest all of it. And a lot of it is practical effects. Yeah, which that's... Could you imagine like watching that <laughs> go down yeah. like in real life? <laughs> oh my god. Even goodness. if obviously it's just like the effects, but still like holy cow. <laughs> Cause it's like only a handful of things are like CG, you know, mm. like the giant snake is right. And like the wraiths and the dragon bat, but Hell Lord, that's all makeup and effects. The werewolf, the clowns, a bunch more we'll get to. <laughs> <laughs> After vampires, we get the dismemberment goblins. And you do see these guys. Yeah. So that's also going to be a no. <laughs> They're, they, they live up to their title. They do. They definitely do. <laughs> Easy no for me. That being said, the, I, I think that's one of the more creative original mm-hmm. monsters. Yeah. They have up next is another one of the more visually striking ones. And it's the sugar plum fairy. So I'm definitely going to say no to this one, and I'm going to tell you why, and it's because this is what I would bring out. Mm-hmm. That's what they're oh. in the basement, is the music box. <laughs> the music box. And I'm assuming that is, like, the connection there, so I would... I yeah, think you're right. I would definitely... This would just end up being the thing that I would bring out because I like into music. I was like, like music boxes and like used to dance when I was little. So it's all these little things that I'd be like all nostalgic about. And then that thing would eat my face. <laughs> I, I feel that. I think I would probably accidentally summon reptilius because I'd be like, oh, look, a dinosaur figure <laughs> or something. Because it'll probably be like lizard related or something. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd be safe from Hell Lord, but. Yeah, I, yeah, that was a that was quite the puzzle. I also don't think I would have a chance of even <laughs> taking that one out. <laughs> but I do think it's interesting. You know which one you would pick because I didn't oh, think yeah. about that until today, until this very moment. I feel like every time I've watched it too, I'm always very like, even just like the Sugar Foam Fairy itself, like even though it's scary, it's like I'm super like visually, like visually I'm very drawn to it. I think yeah. it's like cool looking and I was like, oh yeah, that would be, that would ruin me for sure. <laughs> And I love the image of it, of her dancing, and it's like against the blood cover covered walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's a lot of great creepy visuals in this movie. I feel like especially with that one, it's like the I feel like two 
with the all of our was like kids are always like yeah. the creepiest part half the time and combining like the obviously like teeth and weirdness in her face with like the childlikeness of it all is like just gets it <laughs> up there on the creepy scale <laughs> exactly yeah after that we have the mvp of the film ah uh, yes the merman <laughs> hmm. probably not because they can be on land so i'm gonna say probably not i think if they were strictly a water thing i'd be okay because i'm not well here's the swimming. thing it it, it <laughs> It moves slower than the zombies do. That's true. So if we're on land, I think we're okay. But if we're in the ocean, definitely no not. Dice. <laughs> and I just love how disgusting it is. Oh, yeah. I think that's the best part about the merman and just the irony of it all. How you're just wanting to see it the whole time because Hadley like brings it up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and you think it's going to be like something kind of like the creature from the black lagoon you know but it's more like this derpy job of the hut looking thing <laughs> that was uh, the one thing i was like rooting for through the whole movie i was like where's the merman and then of course when it comes out i would love to have been in a movie theater for that because i imagine it's like you know like the midnight releases when everyone gets all excited yeah that's what i picture in my head when the merman comes out it's everyone cheering <laughs> i i wish i saw this one in theaters um yeah. the closest i did was i showed this movie during a movie night for the spartan trumpets while i was in the michigan oh, nice. state band and there was a bunch of us watching this movie very nice that sounds like so. a good time <laughs> It's a great movie to watch with a bunch of friends. Yes, definitely. After the Merman, we have the reanimated. Um, so, so probably I'm not, not quite sure what that means, but I'm thinking something like Pet Cemetery. If you've ever seen Pet Cemetery, I haven't, but I that's another one that like I'm strictly I strictly haven't watched it because my dad is very much into Stephen King books and he was like that was like the one that I had a hard time getting through like the book yeah and so and he's not one to like scare very easily so like just with that information I was like again this is another one we're going to get to eventually but we're going to work on it. I think that's what it could be oh I'm dumb there's literally a movie called uh reanimator so it's probably that oh moving on uh <laughs> We have one of my favorites on this list. I don't want to say my favorite because there's still Reptilius and the mm -hmm. Werewolf and Giant Snake. But this one's up there. We have the Unicorn. This one's good because it's such an unexpected like thing to me, at least. Because it's like, unicorns are supposed to be pretty, fantasy, magical. And then here it is on a murderous rampage. <laughs> and I didn't see that coming when I first no. watched this movie. <laughs> I feel like it even is... if you like see the list... You're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> a unicorn. Yeah, so I'm like, what? But it definitely shows you it's lethal. Yes. I Yeah, I don't think, I think I might be able to like last like a little bit longer with this one, but I think ultimately. Well, you, you can't know, outrun it. Exactly. You just kind of, if you can like maybe like hide from it, if you can hide from it enough, like I think you might be okay. If you can like last out everybody else. You I think okay, I think but... the unicorn is in the middle. Yeah, but yeah, it, once it has its sights on you, I, I think you're done, Zoe. <laughs> so the next one is the Huron, 
but that sounds problematic so we're gonna skip it yeah i was after, just thinking that too <laughs> after that we have the sasquatch slash the wendigo i don't know too much i i i know a lot about the sasquatch i mm-hmm. don't know too much about the wendigo so i'm just gonna say the sasquatch yeah i was gonna say does your list have the yeti on it also um, I think it might be slash Yeti. Okay, yeah, people just say mine says that, but I figure like again, they're all I'm with that being said, I'm guessing the Wendigo Wendigo is something similar to I don't I think it's actually really different and oh, I don't okay. know why it's there, but but yeah, we're we'll go with the Sasquatch version of it. That's fair. The Sasquatch, that's Bigfoot. We do love a good Bigfoot. I think and probably not. I don't think we'd be either. surviving that. No. I feel like he's got some stealth that would be unmatched since he's, you know, been hiding all this time. <laughs> right. After that, we have our Chucky stand-in dolls. Probably not on this one, too, for me. But I also think dolls are super creepy. So I just, for me personally, it'd be the extra creep factor. <laughs> I think I would do the best against these. Because I would just punt it into, like, the dragon bat or something. Like. Uh, Maybe if they overwhelmed me with numbers, because it does say dolls. So that who knows how many. <laughs> right. But I think I'd last the longest against the dolls than the other things on here. Yeah. Me personally. I think I think it would be I would do better with these. I still think ultimately I would be done in by them. But I think for me, zombies are a little higher on the I think I would survive list than the dolls. Gotcha. Strictly based off creep factor, which is something <laughs> I would have to like overcome for the dolls. <laughs> I, I feel that. Up next, we have the doctors. Yeah. I was again, probably not. I'm thinking because... like the human centipede kind yeah. of doctor. So yeah. They're going to do some messed up stuff. And they show these guys in the movie like they're doing messed up stuff. Mm-hmm. They um, would definitely make it last quite a long There would be no quick death with that one either. <laughs> And that's the thing that th- this is pretty much the uh, the torture porn reference mm-hmm. to. Um, but I would survive because I will have yeah. an apple with me. Ah. <laughs> an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Who would have thought that would take him out? <laughs> <laughs> so now that. I alienated my entire listener base. Um, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, I would have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So now we have the um, the main the main mon- the monsters who get picked the zombie redneck torture family, otherwise known as the Buckners. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. No. No. We <laughs> we see the most out of these guys, and it's for sure a no. That being said, I think this is a really clever mix between Leatherface and kind of like his family. Yes. With the later Jason movies where Jason kind of becomes an unstoppable killer zombie. You've got that like brute strength that you just can't like escape. Exactly. So I think it's a pretty cool mix between Friday the 13th and Texas Chainsaw Massacre because those franchises need love in this and especially friday friday the 13th being you know camp crystal lake 
this is a cabin in the woods so again that like nice horror trope brought in exactly so i forgot to say this earlier but the evil dead is the cabin in the woods movie Ah. so (laughs) this movie loves evil that's why the deadites are like explicitly and the angry molesting tree like because the evil dead is the cabin in the woods movie (laughs) after that i can't really see it in my oh it's a this one is jack-o'-lantern okay i'm gonna say yes i I mean it's 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 just a pumpkin with a face and light i mean i'm assuming it might be like a jack skellington with Um, the pumpkin yeah but i don't know man so i'm gonna say yeah yeah, I agree. I'm going to say yeah for this one because I've got questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I could punt a pumpkin. Yeah, for sure. After that is Giant. That one's going to be a no for me. I think it'll be like the Sasquatch. Exactly. Step on us. And then the last one that I have are the twins. Which I'm guessing is the Shining reference. Yeah, I'm this. thinking that's Shining <laughs> as well. And yeah, that no, I would, even if it, they didn't do anything to kill me, I would die. Just like the wraiths, yeah. because that is scary. Exactly. Like, and they'd be popping up everywhere. Can't get away from them. Like, strictly fear-based would die of fear. <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% get it. So we went through the entire list. The ultimate would you die list. <laughs> the ultimate would you die. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have a favorite monster that we just went over? So definitely the sugar plum fairy, because even though that one would be like the death of me anyway. So yeah. she's like kind of cool. But also like again, the Hell Lord is just super interesting to look at and the puzzle thing is interesting. And also because there's more of them at the end. Yeah. So like I got kind of like those actual too. Hellraiser where it's not right. just Pinhead, it's exactly. Pinhead and the other son of bites so yeah i get i got yeah. you so those two i think are definitely my favorites out of all and of course because they probably they get the most screen time so you see them the most but i think those two are my favorite they didn't you? put well there's one that they didn't put but i i love it in the mayhem but they it's not on this list and it's mm-hmm. the robot the killer oh, robot yes because it has like the buzzsaw and the other things and That's i think right. it's such a cool monster but yeah, the robot's not represented on this list, unfortunately. Must have been used last year or something. <laughs> um, but for me, to answer your question, I think I'm going to give an honorable mention to Reptilius. I think Reptilius could be my favorite one. We just really just see a foot right. and kind of it. So He has potential. He has potential, but don't really know. So I'm going to split the number one with the werewolf because that is one of my favorite werewolf designs in this movie. And I I think it's so cool and it makes Sigourney Weaver happy. (laughs) And the werewolf is going to share my favorite spot with the giant snake. (laughs) Good choices. Very good choices. I think, well, I feel like that also just like is very like, all the things you're into as well. Yeah. Very representative. I, I really like <laughs> I really like my monsters and giant snake. Like exactly. I you can't argue with that. You can't go wrong with a giant snake. That's one of my goals is to make a giant snake movie. 
That'd be cool. But then would you see do CGI for the snake or would you do a practical effect for the giant snake? Assuming I can get the budget for a giant snake movie, I imagine it would have to be CG. Okay. But I would try and at least build the head. Okay. For some shots. Get it in there somewhere. <laughs> I would try. Well, I would try to do how Jurassic Park did. Okay. If if we're playing dream scenario, yeah, dream I had all scenario. the money. Oh. I had all the money. I would do a mix of Jurassic Park where some of it is practical, but realistically, I think it would have to be CG. That's fair. Especially if I want it to be giant. Right, right. So this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for taking a tour through a tour in the cabin in the woods with me. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Glad we got to do this. And I'm glad that I was able to, we were able to come up with that structure on the spot. Yes. Yeah. I think that was because that was really good. fun to do it that way. <laughs> And since it's such a like centrally like focused on like monsters and like all of the things that are on the list that good to talk about all of them. <laughs> exactly. And and the best part is I know there are more monsters than what was on that list. Because right. they they did a lot like, oh, the Kraken, that giant tentacle oh, yeah. that comes in. That's right. So it's like, and I'm sure there's even more I'm forgetting because there is so much in in this movie it's just a beautiful love letter to horror yes, and I, I love it uh so where uh where can the people find you so lots of places <laughs> um i have my website hannahcordyphotography.com i've got instagram hannah underscore cordy underscore photography and for whoever needs to know it's h-a-n-n-a-h underscore k-o-r-t-e that's how you spell my name I got those. I got Hannah Cordy Photography on Facebook. Uh, I think it's Hannah Cordy Photo on TikTok. All the social medias. I don't have a Twitter, but pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, you guys need to follow Hannah. She is so good at taking um, pictures. I mean, she is a photographer. She should be. And she is the best. And you guys have seen her work. You guys have seen her work because... All of the official Would You Die pictures are done by Hannah Cordy. Yeah. Also, by the way, you're always like one of my favorite people to work with because you actually come with fun stuff. <laughs> so I always enjoy our photo shoots also. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been a blast. Thank you, my friend, for thank joining you. me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to Hannah Cordy for talking the cabin in the woods with me. Link to her website is in the episode description. And for everyone in the Detroit area, I have a very special promotion for you. If you need photos and only want the very best in artistry and quality, then book Hannah Cordy today. If you book a session in January or February of 2023, you will receive 15% off your session. All you need to do is mention this Would You Die ad at booking. On this segment of I Know What You Watched last week, I watched The Menu, which is a horror thriller satire starring Anya Taylor-Joy, Ray Fiennes, and John Leguizamo. It's a delectable film with biting commentary and an eat-the-rich attitude. If you like clever original films that are kind of snarky, then totally check this one out. But for real, I love this movie. It's like an instant top 10 for me. 
I also watched Resurrection, starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. Rebecca Hall is phenomenal, as always. And I thought this film was a tense, slow burn with extremely heavy themes that you, or at least me, <laughs> will be thinking about for a, for a while. If you like films that take their time, check this one out. Though I, I really don't think this one is for everybody, so be warned. Finally, I rewatched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom because I was really excited for the new Indiana Jones 5 images that just came out. Is Temple of Doom a horror movie? Not really, but it's cool as fuck, so deal with it. I love Indy. If you're enjoying the Would You Die podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to help support the podcast financially, I do have a Buy Me A Coffee page. I'll put the link in the episode description, but it is buymeacoffee.com slash show. If you choose, you can donate a dollar, say something nice, and overall just make my day. And if not, no worries, but any little bit will help this podcast in a big way. If you're one of those concerned with the current downward spiral of Twitter, you can find my brand new Hive account. Just look for Would You Die Pod on Hive and you can follow me there. And as always, you can find the show's social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Would You Die Show. Also, you can follow me on TikTok at Would You Die Podcast and on Hive at Would You Die Pod. If you want my unfiltered movie thoughts, you can follow me at Letterboxd at Taurus AU. T-O-R-R-E-S-A-U. You can find the Would You Die YouTube show on the Three Wise Men Media YouTube channel, where you can find professional wrestling, trailer reviews, and much, much more. The music you hear in the beginning and end of each episode is composed by my friend, Josie Palmer. Next week on the Would You Die podcast, you are all going to be lime green jello. Admit it to yourselves. You know what film is up next. Until then, I'm Austin Torres. Try not to die. <laughs>